Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the special live radio show with Dr. Joseph Nemeth. Dr. Nemeth is a board-certified periodontist with over 25 years' experience in state-of-the-art oral health. He'll be talking to us about the serious connection between gum disease and most of the major diseases of our time. Dr. Nemeth will talk to us directly about where his research has led him with respect to avoiding these silent killers. He's joining us tonight in this rare opportunity to call in and speak with the doctor directly. You won't want to miss what Dr. Nemeth has to say. And so if you have a question for the doctor, we're inviting you to call 800-859-0957. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome to the special live radio show where you can call in with your questions and talk to the doctor directly. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with Dr. Joseph Nemeth and his partner, Dr. Amarka Tranji, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. Both doctors are here with us discussing their state-of-the-art clinic and the latest treatments in periodontic care. And also, they'll talk about the relationship between gum disease and many of the systemic diseases. If you have a question for either doctor on the matters we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Doctors Nemeth Katranji, always a pleasure having you both on. Very informative. Every time I meet with you, you're giving me new news and the latest news. We do have a caller that we should probably get to, first of all, and then we'll come back. Ashley. Yes, we have Vicki calling from Ida. Vicki, what's your question? Um, well, I only caught part of what the doctor's specialty was, but does he have a specialty in uh, chronic kidney disease? Well, we're actually talking to, he's a periodontist, so... You're, if you're looking for a kidney disease, you really need to call when we have a kidney specialist on. But thanks for calling. So let's come back to welcoming you both to the show. Dr. Nemeth, you were, about to, you were telling me about some figures that were staggering about the cost of health care for people where the, the diagnosis is missed of early, early systemic disease. Well, you know, what I was saying is that, you know, gum disease, as I've said before, uh, what happens is if you have gum disease, uh, it, gum disease, the bacteria and the parasites in the gums cause inflammation of the gum tissue. And that causes a generalized inflammatory response throughout the whole body. In other words, these bacteria, these parasites get into your bloodstream, get throughout the whole body and affect every single part of your body your brain, your kidneys, your heart, your liver. I mean, everything is, there's almost nothing that's not deleteriously or negatively affected. And I was just reading some interesting uh, numbers, economic statistics, that they were estimating that uh, recently that poor oral health, and I think predominantly gum disease, was costing our country approximately 157 billion dollars a year don't quote me on that exact figure but it was in that area 157 billion dollars a year not just not for the gum disease treatment but for all of the side effects the fallout effects that gum disease has heart attacks heart disease alzheimer's disease almost every disease is made worse or you made more susceptible to it and so there's an enormous cost to our country in fact 
In Europe, I believe the cost was even higher because it was a similar number, but it was in euros, which, you know, are more valuable than dollars. So, and I believe $157 billion is way under what it really costs because if you've got gum disease, it can take actually – uh, it can take six six or seven years off normal lifespan, depending on how severe it is, because these parasites, these bacteria, they're getting everywhere. They're getting into your brain. We now strongly believe it's associated and maybe one of the causative factors, as I've mentioned before, of Alzheimer's disease. In men, they're showing that it can be a almost 60% increased risk in pancreatic cancer, of all things. We know it increases heart attack risk. We know in pregnant women, they have lower birth rate children, which can affect the health of the child and the mental, uh, the mental aspect of the child. So the, the, the cost, not just in dollars, but, you know, in, in, in health to, to, people, to, to this country and to the people in this country is, is, is really horrific. And the problem is most people don't know it, and most people have a form of it. And you know what's sad about this as I listen to you talking is that we're talking about basically end-stage disease. There's nothing they can do when you're diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. There's no turning around. There's no turning around with Alzheimer's. There's no cure. So I'm just wondering why is it that we're not focusing more on getting the message out on prevention and on where oral health is so crucially important to your overall health and also with these major diseases. What are we not, what are we not doing right here? We're getting it a little bit more right. We're getting it a little bit more right. I'm, I'm ha having patients now who come in to see me who said, oh, yeah, I saw that about Alzheimer's disease. Oh, yeah, I know that about heart disease. So believe me, maybe 5% of the population are aware of it, but that's better than the 2% that were aware of it, you know, 5 or 10 years ago. And I'm sure Amar, Dr. Katranji, sees the same thing. And he sees more, he sees a lot of cases that are way further along to the point where these teeth can no longer be saved. And it takes somebody like him to replace those teeth with dental implants in order to have the patient be able to chew and function. Yeah, a huge area with, um, you know, talking about systemic diseases, periodontal disease and, for instance, diabetes has a very large uh, connection. And, you know, you say, well, how come people don't know? Well, that's probably the most important thing is educating. When somebody has a diagnosis of diabetes, it's probably, you know, very critical for them to learn that, okay, not only is it important for them to do, you know, their blood glucose tests and, and, and other tests, making sure that they're eating a healthy diet, but also to have a, you know, a consistent relationship with a dentist or a periodontist where they're constantly checking on their oral health. Because we know that if you have disease, it's very difficult to actually maintain your blood glucose. And there are a lot of diabetics that are shocked to hear that they can improve their diabetes control by actually improving their oral health. And Dr. Katranji, I'm going to have to interrupt you. Sorry, because we're running out of time. I'll sure. have to come back and talk about this on the other side of the break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. Both doctors are here with us tonight talking about the seriousness of undetected gum disease and how the treatment of gum disease can prevent many catastrophic diseases. If you have a question, you can call us directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957.
You won't want to miss this opportunity to call the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show on Newstalk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Dr. Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Katranji live show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. We're here tonight talking with both doctors, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're here with us discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and explaining the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors, please call us at 800-859-0957. Dr. Katranji, coming back to you. Sorry we interrupted you, but please continue yeah, where so you left off. I was just kind of going into um, the connection between diabetes, other systemic diseases, but specifically diabetes and periodontal disease. And many times we see patients and really they're in the terminal phase of uh, treatment. And when we get, get our hands on them, they're still uncontrolled. Their periodontal disease isn't controlled. Their diabetes isn't controlled. And we try to get them back on track. But sometimes we can't do these big reconstructive surgeries when they're uncontrolled. And at the same time, they have this uncontrolled periodontal disease. So where do we, what do we do? So the first thing we do is we clean them up. We get them to actually do a better job with their home care, with their A1C, their HbA1c, which is a measure of their diabetes control over the last few months. And periodontal treatment will actually improve that. I know Dr. Nemeth is, is familiar with, with treating patients who've had very high A1C, very difficult to, to get them in control. And then after periodontal treatment, all of a sudden they're able and capable of maintaining their A1C. Yeah, virtually every diabetic patient that I've seen that is a little bit higher than they should be, virtually every one of them comes down that A1C improves to some extent, some more than others. But as I may have mentioned before, I had one patient whose A1C was actually 14, which is way out of control, way out of range. And after periodontal treatment, it came down to eight and was on its way down further. So there was an enormous improvement in her diabetes and her diabetes control. And if you've got diabetes and periodontal disease, they're co-culprits. They're co-culprits. If you've got diabetes, your periodontal disease is going to be worse because it affects your blood, your circulation. And if you've got periodontal disease, your diabetes is going to be worse. So they work together as as joint hoodlums in destroying uh, your health. And so if we can break that cycle by stopping one of the factors, which is periodontal disease, which we can do, it will make a huge difference in their diabetes and their general health. You know what's amazing to me about your practice, and I've known you for many years, but what's amazing to me is I think you're one of the few practices that's so heavily medically oriented. You're talking about, you know, about your patient's level of A1C, you know, about whether they're diabetic, how serious the diabetes is. I think that most of the population out there thinks about a dentist as drilling my teeth and a periodontist as just taking care of my gums. And they're not really understanding that what you are doing, you're really sort of a medical clinic that's doing periodontal work. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. You're very heavily invested in health and prevention of disease and I think this is extremely important. So that being said, not all periodontic uh, clinics are the same. But let's take a call from Ashley. Yes, we have Les calling from Southfield. Les, what's your question? 
Yes, uh, Dr. Namath, I have to disclose, is my dentist. He did a procedure on my mouth, which was uh, singularly outstanding. Uh, using a laser process, eliminated bacteria that I had infected my gums. And I've been uh, extremely happy with uh, the kind of care I received in his practice. I go every four months now, and my wife goes too. And the um, only question I have about it is, because somehow I got this bacterial infection. I don't know how I did it. I always brushed my teeth and everything, but not not like I do now. Now I floss my teeth, I brush my teeth, and I use a water pick on my teeth. <laughs> People think I'm a little bit strange, I think. But the question I have is, is there a chance that that infection is going to recur? Tell me, your, tell me your first name again. Les. 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 Oh, yeah. It, it, there's not a chance it will recur unless you do what we teach you. It will recur. Absolutely. In fact, when I treat a patient, I tell them we can stop the infection. And often we use a laser just like we did in your case. So 50 we do 50% of the work by stopping the infection. But 50% is not good enough. So your 50% is doing what we teach you at home to prevent reinfection. So we can stop the infection. I, I don't know if you want to call it a cure, but we can pretty much stop or we think stop the disease process. But if you don't do what you need to at home, and it's not difficult, it's just a certain approach and technique, it will almost inevitably come back. So we stop it, then we teach you how to prevent it from coming back. So yes, less it can come back. That's why regular visits are so important and and to make sure things are under control. You know, well, Les, I'll thank you, you for calling. I'm sorry? All right, sorry. Sorry about that. Well, let, let's move on because we have another question here from a listener on Facebook is asking if there is a link between periodontal disease and autoimmune diseases. Absolutely. I, you know, I hate to, 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 to hog the, the microphone here, but that's one of the areas that I sort of, you know, am really focused on. So uh, there is a strong link in the fact that we're finding that people are exposed to volatile organic compounds. Uh, in fact, there was just a recent article that I read talking about people who are exposed to volatile, volatile organic compounds. In this case, it was DDT, but it could be paint fumes. It could be uh, people who do a lot of stripping, of furniture stripping, all of these things have these very strong fumes, could be fuel, jet fuel. I had a patient. And what happens is these things over time, and it doesn't happen right away. It could happen 20, 30 years later. These things then manifest as, well, certainly as gum disease, as periodontal disease, but bizarre kinds of periodontal disease, blisters, redness, rashes that, that are very difficult to treat. And many of these patients then also, we're finding have rheumatoid arthritis, which is a, an autoimmune disease. And I'm sure if one explored it, one would find other autoimmune diseases that are caused by these VOCs and manifested in our, at least in my realm, in the mouth. I see it all. I see it frequently. And it's very rarely diagnosed because it's just over the years that I've found this link 
and now it's appearing in the literature more and more that, yes, gum disease and autoimmune disease are related, not because the gum disease so much causes the autoimmune disease, but the gum disease and the autoimmune disease are often caused by the same extrinsic factor like volatile organic compound fumes. Yeah, and I think one one point to consider in all this is when you have periodontal disease, you have this bacteria, this really aggressive bacteria that's causing your body to defend itself. That's the immune response. And during this time, you're susceptible to other attacks. And if you happen to be exposed to chemicals, if you happen to be exposed to other things, your body may not be adequately prepared to defend itself. And that's typically when your body, you'll start to see autoimmune conditions um, as well as other conditions. Um, and that's, that's what the way you should think about it. Your body is under attack from this bacteria. And the way that it responds is it's a constant struggle. It's a constant fight. Yeah, if, you're, if your body is, is working on controlling the bacteria and controlling the periodontal disease, it doesn't have the additional... Uh, immunity and, and energy, shall we say, to fight off some of these other diseases that are then in, it, it, it present an opportunity to invade you. I think it's all really interesting. I'd like to come back on the other side of the break and talk about what you're doing in your clinic, in your office to diagnose, you know, the early diagnosis of gum disease and uh, where we go from there. In the meantime, we're going to have to take a quick break. You're listening to the Dr. Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Mark Katrangi radio show. And we're talking about the importance of diagnosing and treating gum disease and how it can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can call the doctors directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Drs. Nemeth and Katrangi radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Uh, anything else, uh, Skyler? Welcome back to the special edition of the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here with both doctors, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. The doctors are with us tonight discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Dr. Katranji or Dr. Nemeth, are you, I, were we in the middle of a comment at the time? Uh, I don't recall what, which, which comment we were talking about, but I, I do want to mention that, uh, unfortunately, I've lost a couple of teeth, not because of gum disease, if I lost them because of gum disease, I shouldn't even be here, okay? But I had a cyst when I was younger, and uh, unfortunately, the tooth became infected, and I was unable to save it. And then there was another tooth that had a, had ended up with a root canal problem that had to be removed. And so Dr. Katranji did an implant, replaced both of those teeth, and I wouldn't even know I have implants. They're like my own teeth. So just remember, sometimes teeth can't be saved. We do everything we can to save teeth. Last resort is to remove a tooth, but it happens, and sometimes teeth have to be removed or they're missing. And in my opinion, the best possible replacement is a dental implant if it can be done, 
And even if they say there's not enough bone, Dr. Katranji has got great expertise in rebuilding bone so that you can have a dental implant. And it's just, in my opinion, like your own teeth, and they normally last a lifetime. They never get decayed. You never have root canal problems with them. They're like a miracle of science. And Dr. Katranji, is there a time limit? Let's say somebody loses a tooth, one or two teeth, and then a year goes by or two years go by, is there a limit to where you have to get in and get this implant done or it's too late? No, it's never really too late, um, especially nowadays with uh, our advances in bone grafting techniques. Um, we're capable of treating just about any situation. Um, obviously, the earlier we see somebody, the better. Uh, initially, when you lose a tooth, a lot of changes happen. Um, you start to lose bone, you start to lose soft tissue. And over you know, a short period of time, three to six months, the whole area will actually reconfigure itself because that bone, that soft tissue was there to support the tooth. And that tooth is now gone. So there's no more function. There's no more reason for that extra bone and extra soft tissue to be there. So it's just programmed to slowly dissolve and resorb. So for some people, that dissolving happens really quickly. And in a, in a matter of three to four months, we can place an implant and preserve all of that bone and soft tissue that, you, that you're programmed to lose. Now, if you don't have it, let's say one year, two year, five years out, you don't have any bone, um, there are really interesting techniques nowadays where we can actually digitally scan somebody and within these computer programs, um, design a graft, design a bone graft for somebody and then deliver it in a very short period of time. Many times when we're doing surgery, we're trying to, to form these graphs so that they perfectly fit for the patient. But nowadays, with the technology that we have, we can actually mill these or actually have a computer-guided computer, um, arm make this bone exactly fit your defect. And so surgery happens much quicker. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's not nearly as painful. There's not as much swelling because of this. And the bone grafts are much more successful because they're fitting exactly the way they should um, to that patient. So a lot of defects that we weren't able to, to, to maybe graft before were capable now um, with some of the technologies that we have. Also, uh, in my case, uh, uh, when I had to lose one tooth, Dr. Katranji put the implant in the same time. So there was no waiting period which is the advantage to doing it soon. So if you do have to lose a tooth, it's ideal if you can get that tooth and the implant put in on the same day. Now that can't always be done, but frequently it can be done. But if you wait, and if you wait too long as that bone atrophies or disappears, it may require more work. But one other thing you mentioned is, how do we determine if a patient has gum disease? <coughs> well, as you know, um, we take a slide, at least I do, I take a sample from under the patient's gum tissue, we put it under a microscope, and we put it on a big TV screen, and we look for parasites, we look for amoeba, we look for trichomonads, we look for spirochetes, we look for these parasites, and these parasites are accompanied by bacteria that we can't always see, so that we know if these parasites are present, this, they, this they, gum disease is present. And the patients then can see what's going on in their mouth. The problem is patients don't have pain. They don't even know why they're in my office sometimes. 
So graphically, if we show this to them, they can sort of understand it. The problem with gum disease is it doesn't cause pain because if it caused pain, people would attend to it much more quickly like a cavity and there'd be much less gum disease around. But because it doesn't cause pain, people think there's nothing wrong and very often it progresses to a very advanced stage before it's discovered. I think one of the shortfalls on behalf of the patients out there is we're used to going to our dentist and the dentist will look, you know, x-ray your teeth, look for whether or not you have any cavities and then send a hygienist in and that's it. I mean, I don't know of many dentists out there that even discuss what you two are discussing or, or have the technology. And I can't even imagine what it must be like to have a swab taken out of your mouth and then look at this big TV screen and see something living in your mouth that's, that's crawling around. But, uh, you know, it explains, it lets the patient see this is where it all starts. It starts from the bacteria in the mouth that's then getting under the gums. But, I mean, let's talk some more about that technology. What do you, where do you go from there? Well, then we go to whatever has to be done to control the disease, if we can stop it. As I said, sometimes it's so advanced and so far progressed that tooth can't be saved, and that's an area where Dr. Katranji steps in. He also does the same treatment that I do, but I don't do implants. Dr. Katranji does the implants and the bone grafting. I used to do it, but I really in, enjoy just treating the gum disease, uh, and typically, very often, we'll treat it with a laser, which is minimally invasive, to kill those organisms, and then teach the patient how to take care of their take care of their mouths properly. So that's basically what the treatment is. Once you've identified and show the patient that they have this bacteria and these spherosheets in their mouth, you then are using the laser to get rid of the infection in the mouth. Very often, every case is different. But very often, that's what we do. So we try to minimize, we try to use uh, minimally invasive techniques, and using the laser is minimally invasive. Usually, there's little or no discomfort uh, that's attendant with it, and it's very effective in stopping the infection. When, and Dr. Katranji uh, started using it. Now I'm using it, too. There's a chemical that now we can put under the gum that will also help to kill these bacteria and remove the infected tissue. And what we're saying here is that everybody who's listening ought to go and be examined and have this pre-screening test because there are very few dentists and periodontists that are doing it. I, I, I want to interrupt because okay. probably most of our patients are still referred by their dentist. So the general dentist, you know, they, they, they check for this and they look at it. And if they feel there's a problem, they may not use a microscope. But they, if they feel there's a problem, they'll refer that patient to Dr. Katranji or to myself for treatment. So it's not totally neglected by the general dentist. I think the general dentist is the, one, the first line in detecting periodontal disease or gum disease. So we're, and the patients are very dependent on their general dentist, you know, detecting it and seeing what's going on. We get some patients who come directly, of course, but dental referrals are really the primary source of patients coming to our office because these dentists are aware. I still think that everybody listening ought to go in and get this screening because you're talking about major diseases, Alzheimer's, heart attack, diabetes. I mean, they're the horrifying diseases that you talked about at the beginning of the show. And if I know that you can be a candidate, I'm going in for the test and for the screening. In the, meaning, in the meantime, we're going to, have to take a quick break. You are listening to the Dr. Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Mark Katranji radio show, and we're talking about how the treatment of gum disease can prevent many catastrophic diseases. 
If you have a question, you can reach the doctors directly by calling 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the last segment of this special live edition of the Doctors Nemeth and Katranji radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking to both doctors, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're with us talking about the latest treatments in periodontic care and tooth replacement. This is our final segment, so if you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Since we're on the last segment, I'm going to go to Ashley. First of all, who's your caller? Yes, we have Bill calling from Ohio. Bill, what's your question? question is, if I'm doing everything right, hygiene, is there a... Is there still a disease? Like uh, right now I'm on the precipice of losing things, but um, is there a disease beyond uh, like you're not brushing, not eating? Because I'm told I have a too hard brush, a too hard floss, lost a lot of gum, and if there's any chance of restoring the gum, but mostly just stopping the disease in its tracks if you're doing everything right, or is there something else that you're treating beyond that they're not treating, most periodontists are treating? Well, it's really hard to know what your situation is without seeing you. If you're losing gum tissue because you're brushing too hard, yes, you're actually traumatizing the gum tissue. And by traumatizing it, you cause gum recession and you lose gum tissue. And there are procedures, something called the pinhole technique that Dr. Katranji and I both practice in order to build up that gum tissue and thicken it and bring it back over the roots. Also, you may may think you're doing everything right, but it doesn't mean you're doing everything right. And unless you are examined and we can see exactly what's going on, then we can tell you if you're doing everything right. And even though you think you are, since gum disease is pretty painless, you probably don't know if you are. So you really need to see a periodontist and and really get that checked out uh, and see, you know, what, what, what their thoughts are because... Everything right doesn't mean there isn't still disease going on because you may not be doing everything right. And there is also rarely there's a genetic form of periodontal disease that runs in families, and that can be very hard to treat. Even if you're doing everything right, it it may be slowly progressive. So those are rare cases, but they do exist. So you mean it's inheritable? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a genetic, a big factor, and, and, and Dr. Nemeth mentioned this earlier, is 50% of this is genetic. So it, it means that you're susceptible. It doesn't mean you're going to have, you know, a lot of bone loss and tooth loss, but you will most likely if you don't take care of your teeth. So, for instance, if that caller has been taking care of his teeth his whole life, has no pockets, he's probably going to be okay. Now, let's say he has pockets, and then he decides to start doing a really good job brushing and flossing well, there's bacteria that he's not reaching. What and do you that, mean by pockets, just so that I'm clear on this? What so, do you mean by pockets? So we measure, we use like a little ruler that we go around the teeth, and we measure where the gum tissue is in relationship to the bone. So our ruler goes in between the tooth and the tissue, and then we just measure how far down it goes. And that indicates to us how far away the bone is. If the bone is two, three millimeters away, that's typically healthy. If it's five millimeters and above, it's typically considered disease. 
So when we're in that five millimeter, six millimeter range, you're, nothing you're doing at home is actually reaching that bacteria. And that bacteria is now becoming very aggressive, penetrating into the gum tissue, getting into your bloodstream, and then as we were talking, contributing to some of these systemic issues that people might have. I still come back to that. I think that you have nothing to lose by going directly to a periodontist. I'm not <laughs> sure that you necessarily need to be sent by a dentist. I know that's the usual procedure, but if you're talking about prevention and you're talking about all these major diseases, I think I would want to know, and I think everybody would want to know, how difficult is this diagnostic procedure that you do? It's not that difficult. It's non-invasive. It's not that difficult at all. As Dr. Katrangi said, we measure these little spaces between the tooth and the gum, and that will show us how much bone has been destroyed by the gum disease. And if these spaces are deep, it usually means there's been a lot of bone destruction, particularly if we see some bleeding, and then we know something's going on. And as I said before, if we take a sample and look at it under the microscope, it'll also give us a very strong indication of what the situation is. And you're talking, again, coming back to this about really major diseases. So I, I don't see what the average listener or patient has got to lose by not making an appointment, at least asking, where can I go? If not your office, to another periodontist, but you have the technology there. So why not find out before it's too late? Absolutely. Well, they, they, you know, the first line should be ask their dentist, and their dentist should, you know, do I have periodontal disease at all? And I think if they have trust in their dentist, you know... They, and are they, all dentists capable of predicting and guessing whether... Predicting is impossible even no, for but us. No, but looking <laughs> in your mouth and actually seeing when they're in there, looking inside your mouth, are they able to see? Is it visible that you can see periodontal disease? I'll leave that to you because frequently it's not visible. It, yeah, I mean, like he's saying, I mean, you, you definitely have to get into the mouth and, and probe around. So I guess it's up to the to the patient, your listener who's now hearing, okay, there's a, there's a process that we take to find out if they have periodontal disease. If they don't recognize that ruler, that probe that we're, we're discussing, then they probably should have, you know, ask some more questions. And then if they're not getting the right answers, come and see somebody like, you know, a periodontist like us. So when you're talking about the ruler or the probe, are you talking about the fact that your average dentist has this probe that starts looking around? They should, absolutely. Yeah. We're all trained with it. They pretty much all have it. It's just a matter of using it and checking from one appointment to the next to make sure that there's no change in the in how deep that gum pocket is. I, I want to mention one thing before our time is up, and this is sort of an aside. Well, first of all, we do a lot of cosmetic work. For people who've lost gum tissue, we try to bring that gum tissue back using something called the pinhole technique, uh, and 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 cover the roots that are exposed. Some people have a horsey smile where they have too much gum tissue and very often will sculpture that gum tissue so that they have a much nicer smile. But the other thing we treat in our office is bad breath. And we have patients coming from all Everywhere. over the world. You've been pretty our, famous for that for a long time. For our bad breath treatment. So, you know, we do a lot of things and uh, I'm proud of it. And we, we try to stay on the cutting edge, thanks to Dr. Katrangi especially, of the latest high-tech equipment that will enable us to not only diagnose but to treat the disease and especially through bone buildup and implant work. We have the latest and we believe the greatest high-tech uh, equipment uh, that's available for that.
Well, you absolutely have everything out there that's available that's uh, in technology. And that's why I think that, you know, anybody that's listening, I mean, I would recommend that everybody go and be at least tested for what is alive in your mouth. You have nothing to lose. I mean, think about how horrible these diseases are and how long they last and how devastating they are. And if there's a way of finding out that you may have the bacteria that leads to this disease and your office can get rid of it. The problem is most people have it. I think 60 to 70% of the adult population have some form of periodontal disease. It's, it's, it's incredible. 60 to 70% is high enough to, uh, you know, encourage everybody that's listening to go and see a periodontist, whether they're referred or not, you have nothing to lose. If you have any closing statement, uh, Dr. Katranji, <laughs> no, as you're I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> listening to me, handing out my sage advice, Dr. <laughs> Nemeth, we're ready to close. Do you have anything else to say in the 10 seconds left? Uh, just remember how devastating gum disease can be to the rest of your body. Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer, stroke, kidney disease, high blood. There's an endless number of diseases that are, you're more at risk for if you have periodontal or gum disease, and you probably don't know if you do or not. So Therefore, pay- check with your dentist or a periodontist and see what's going on. It's very, very important. So we're going to pay attention to those final words. That wraps it up for the Dr. Nemeth and Dr. Katranji radio show on News Talk 760 WJR, sponsored by the North American Society of Periodontists. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Drs. Nemeth and Katranji for talking to us this evening about taking charge of our health, being proactive, and avoiding the devastating results of undiagnosed periodontal disease. To take a closer look at the practice, please go to YouTube and search Dr. Nemeth. You'll find a wealth of information, videos on the many treatment modalities now available to treat gum disease. To learn more about the practice, you can reach them directly at 248-357-3100 or visiting them on the web at drnemeth.com. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you become more informed about periodontal disease and its impact on the major diseases of our time. Thank you for listening and good night.